Good evening, ballers. Welcome to the 16th episode of Step Back. Here, my main man, Jacob Moses, the host, Leon Tompkins, here to celebrate I Love This Game Week. Sir. How you feeling tonight, brother? I'm good. Doing good. Living. Just no complaints. Kids having a fun time when I was swimming. And so they're happy. I'm happy. That is what we need some sports. <laughs> Once again, yeah. we need some sports. Bro. <laughs> How you doing down there? Back home. Uh another day, another dollar. Yes, sir. Um getting ready to hit phase two on Monday. Yes, so sir. Pretty soon this hair is gonna go. Hey. <laughs> he can't wait. He's like, yeah. Man, I've been counting down the days. <laughs> My man looking like I'm a star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm happy I just cut it off. I was like, I don't got that much to just cut it off, make it happy. It looks good now. I got past that initial damn, it looks so freaking weird. That's just crazy. Well, yeah, man, because, you know, at, at first, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you still look, but then, you know, once you go over time, uh huh, straight, man. Exactly. I've like been, been telling you that forever, man. Took you took you long enough. <laughs> yeah, shut the hell up. Anyway, <laughs> it's hard to let it go, even though you don't have any. You're just like, yeah, I don't know if I want to. But, yeah, it's finally went. So, I'm good. That's what's up, yeah. man. So, you know, just like uh, game, we've been celebrating – I love this game week, describing how we fell in love with the game of basketball and what drove us into it, you know. Yes, sir. We go way back uh, to our first episode. We uh, kind of described, you know, how we got into it and whatnot. You know, I'm a Net fan. You're a Nick fan. And, you know, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> you, you've been there a little bit. You know, a few times you've been there, but it's just I was lasted a, a lot longer. <laughs> a lot longer. But we'll get there one day. Maybe yeah, hopefully, open day. yeah. Hope we're done your lifetime, man. Yeah, I'm just hoping. I want to see, I want to see a Brooklyn, New York, I just, a Brooklyn Knicks playoff series. We can go to that one. It might not be no fans, but <laughs> you might get there. But now nah, it's definitely, I mean, I, I will say, you know, like I said, you grow up with me. You know, it's a big Nick household. My grandparents, sisters, and that's what we did. Maisha, she got me. She really got me into it. Because how it started was she would watch the game, and she would do when they would hit like a big three. I would hear him go sue something like that, and I would run. What are you doing? And I sit down and watching it. And I'm like, it was exciting. You know, we had you and tough guys and all that stuff. And I'm like, of course, the Met thing came out. I'm like, oh, the orange and blue too. It's pretty awesome. Plus, they were winning, so it helped, and it just got me into it. Just even if they were bad, you know, it's just something about the garden, like when it shakes, the defense chant. I think there's nothing better than that when it's live, yeah. and they're just defense. It just is rocking. It's it's tough to see, but yeah, just watching those guys, Ewing. Like I said before, KG it was definitely Ewing. You know, the heart of that team, just how he played. It looked like he was hurt all the time, but he still had an impact. His fallaway jumper. You know, he was the first big guy that I noticed that he shot the mid-range. 
with, you know, just no hesitation. And I love that about them. And, man, they just – it's Knicks basketball. That's a, it's been a lot. I haven't missed too many games. I thought I was sick or something. But how did you become a Net fan? New Jersey. Yeah, Nets. man. Like, so way back in the day, um, I was watching, like – because they used to be on, like, Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. They were on the same channel as the Mets. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. I was staying I was staying with my grandmother at the time, and mm-hmm. my grandfather would watch the Mets games. Mm-hmm. But on the same channel, be the Nets. And this was way back when, like, they had Sean Bradley and, and, and Kerry Kittles and that group. Yeah, Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley. Good gracious. Uh, Kenny Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I missed Petrovich, but mm-hmm. just watching the Nets, those, those colors, like, I kind of watched the Knicks before, mm-hmm. but it wasn't to the same extent that I would, like, I fell in love with the Nets for some reason. Like, they're like an underdog mm-hmm. team, um, mm-hmm. someone I can get behind, and mm-hmm. and it, it grew from there when, like, Jason Kidd came in, mm-hmm. well, yeah, before that with Marbury, Cassell. Mm-hmm. Man, they they have some squads though. I won't lie, man. They keep that one. <laughs> man, don't get me started. Damn right, we'll get into it, man. It's that kind of night. Oh my boy, you don't just keep that on. Draw buckets. But yeah, but yeah, that's all. I always like their jerseys. They just had a nice little red, white, and blue. You know, always had like the ball in their freaking kind of like the next. They had the ball in their logo. But they had some cool colors. And Katie Anderson, of course, Queens native, stand up. Um, my fraction. Yeah, yes, sir. But you gotta, yeah, I'll give you that. Don't forget that Chris Childs, too. Yeah. yeah. So then, when this became my team, but I, I started watching basketball mm. uh, way back with my dad. It was way back in like 91. Um, I showed a video in the group when they had the NBA on NBC, the mm-hmm. Laker Bowl finals, mm-hmm. Magic versus Michael. You know, MJ versus MJ. Mm-hmm. And that's how I became, like, a big Magic fan. You know, mm-hmm. the behind-the-back dribbling, the, the, the passes. <laughs> so this, this guy is Showtime. Mm-hmm. And it led to um, – it just led to me watching the games with my dad. Saturday and mm-hmm. Sundays, you know, they had the double-headers, the triple-headers. Mm-hmm. Um, that intro was, you know, magic and it was oh, yeah. a bonding experience that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just made me fall in love with the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man, that's fun. It's just, especially when you watch it with family, you have that bonding moment, you know, with your parents and stuff like that. It's just sitting back and they'll tell you certain things that you don't know, obviously, as a little, like, as a kid, he's like, oh, you know, I used to watch this person, this person, this person. You know, it's kind of like my grandfather, kind of baseball-like crossover when he was like, he would go to you know, Dodgers game in Brooklyn, and he would see those guys Campanella and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, he would tell me about, you know, my uncles too would tell me about running back to the Knicks, you know, with Bernard King, how great they were. You know, they had, you know, the bomb squad. Mm-hmm. And I, before I really started, you know, obviously I was too young, but I took about the bomb squad when they kind of – Trent Tucker, Mark Jackson, those guys, and they were just bomb threes. But when I started watching them, I sit down with my grandparents, sit there, a lot of cursing, a lot of yelling, yelling. but um, well, it's nothing like it. I think basketball still gets a bad rap, 
you know, yes, baseball is a great sport. Basketball is a great sport too. You're into it. You know, it's just as exciting. You know, you mm-hmm. catch a nice little alley cross court. Like players now, you throwing it from freaking half court, throwing alleys and stuff. That stuff is exciting. You know, you go down like the Kawhi shot. Like, come on now. Like, that, that, that was an exciting game. It's bouncing. Boom, boom, boom. And it drops. Man, I know Sandra was hurt. But <laughs> indeed he was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but yeah, stuff like that, man. And then, you know, you got the back in the day, we got the greatness of Jordan. We saw that. The Knicks and Bulls, you know, upsets like the Nuggets and the Sonics. Stuff like that, man. It's just it happened on it happened a lot. A lot of upsets in the West. <laughs> but it was so many marquee matchups, you know, guys going up in the nineties from you know, Magic at the when he came back from, you know, AIDS and stuff like that. Pippen, Jordan, what we had back then, you know, Price, Mark Price of the World, John Stock, Carl Malone, so many guys that you can just just love watching. And I don't know, basketball's just an amazing sport. It just you know, obviously it doesn't have the luster that it used to have, but right. No, it was definitely it's a good time. Yeah, Plus, that's so, what brought us together, actually. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's funny. <laughs> so I, I um, I, mo- I moved around a lot, and I, when I finally moved into uh, Queens, into mm-hmm. Jamaica, you know, I I found like you know, sports has a way of bringing people together. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I, you know, I wouldn't really talk to anyone. I'd just go outside <laughs> and play ball, you know. Mm-hmm. And you don't need an introduction. You can just, it, it's much easier. Like, you guys got a game going, and then it's, you know, two on two, three on three. Mm-hmm. So go around and meet these guys. Like, so we play a pickup game. <laughs> and coming on, I mean, Come to find out, you actually have some skill. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was fun though. It was just, and actually, I think we might have moved around not too long. We might have moved around the, like the neighborhood at the same time because I moved over Matthias in 166 in mm-hmm. about 90, 96. I remember coming from Brooklyn to that house. Yep, it was about 96. I'm on 96. We moved there. And, you know, you see the kids and stuff outside. I just came outside. They had a hoop down there. We walked down there. And, you know, summers we spent there. But we really used to play all year round. Remember, yeah. we used to come out in our bed coats. Come out, you come out the sweater. And we out there balling, freezing. Can't even really grip the ball, but we're actually doing that. But it was funny. How we met, we're going to bring it down how we met Leon. There's dude. So we're all playing. He comes down the street all casually, and he had this black winter cap in big yellow letter. It said Africa. No, not because he's black. It, no, you know, his dad was pretty pro-black. I will give him that. But um, it's Africa. Like, okay, so yeah, he started balling, started doing his little hook shots and stuff, and that's what we know him as. See, we all had nicknames. Me, when I first started playing, I had this. The Star David or with a with a black dude on it like this. Yeah, he was in a freaking. It's kind of like a cage, and it said, "Let my people go on the back." That's what they knew me as. Oh, what's your name, Moses? Like, no, we're not calling you. We call you. Let my people go. That's fine. 
But Leon, all of a sudden, Africa, Africa. So basically we're like, okay, we're going to call him Africa. And then every time we would play the ball, we get so hyped when Leon come, you know, it was basically Leon was a staple in the games, always. Either me or me, he was a staple. Come down the street with the Africa hat, uh, Mr. Ray's down there. Africa, Leon's coming down doing it too. Just, um, <laughs> it, was, it was great times. It was definitely, you knew you for real. It, it was a long time before we started calling you Leon. It was yeah. a really long time. Really long time, because once you once they give you a nickname, that's it. You know, you, you can't get your own nickname. Your name don't. What's your name? It doesn't matter anymore. This is what. This is who you are now. Uh huh. <laughs> but you know, th- those games were like, like I said, like bonding experiences. You get friends, mm-hmm. and and I'm getting a lifelong friend in, in you. Absolutely, so, man. That was fun. Yeah, it was crazy. a lot of fun, man. Oh man, it was great. And you notice they never put us on the same team. We always got separated because every time we got on the same team, we just gave everybody trouble. And All it was just play. And I'll never forget this play. It was so easy. I don't know why we didn't run it. You act like you were basically going down the middle to make a layup. I would run right on the side of you, dump off layup. We could have done that all we could have done that all game. And oh you, yeah, they were they were morons. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real, man. <laughs> it was so bad. You know, running up though. Oh, All right, back to But it was um we had some intense games. We used to we used to definitely be on that side street. We used to play from it was like a nine to five job. We would be out there, go to the corner store, get some Gatorade or some tropical fantasy. If you lived in the city, you know what I'm talking about, aka Sprint Killers. <laughs> but um, we definitely got those and we would ball up for the whole day. It was fun. And Leon's go-to move. Tell him about the go-to move. I'll let you do this one. So, I mean, well, I, I got a number of them. So, you know, I, I had the hook shot. Because I'm a lefty, it's much easier to um to start off on the left mm-hmm. side. But growing up, uh, watching Magic, watching Hakeem, watching mm-hmm. Rodman, I took a lot of their moves. I took a lot of Hakeem's moves. So, you know, you feel for the feel with the shoulder, even mm-hmm. give him the hook shot, little up and under. <laughs> so everybody was at my uh, disposal. But I'll give you that. Just the hook shot, I only blocked I will like twice. The up and under, I used to hate it. I was, I used to foul the shit out of you. Yes, I did. When he got it, nope. No three points. That, and then mine was George. So I, you know, I couldn't stand Jordan, but I took his fade away because you knew if it was game time, you knew it. From the right side or the left side, I was going to that fadeaway. And I used to kick my foot out just enough. So I mean, you kick your damn no, foot out every time. No chance to get any kind of block. Is either that or my nice little, from the foul line, just front of the rim, I can hit that all day. But, yeah, I was kind of like the Alley Houston. When I got hot, I was hot. When I was cold, forget about it. I just fucking sucked. I'm not going to lie. But these cost the Twin Towers. And then Leon right. was freaking Tyson Chandler before Tyson Chandler because he started that tap shit. Well, yeah, that was, that was Robin's thing. Just tap the ball to yourself. Nobody's going to jump with me. I couldn't freaking. It was so annoying because I was out there because I was more of a, like, a primitive player. I like getting in front of you, all that stuff. And then shoot the ball. It was no, nobody else getting the rebound. Tap, 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 ooh, tap, tap, tap. I'm like, oh, my God, this fucking guy. But, yeah, we definitely had some battles. Right? I mean, we used to have street battles, 166 versus 165th. <laughs> oh, man. 
But that is definitely ball, man. Basketball is definitely big, man. Like I said, being the childhood friend, and it sucks because I, I will say I kind of lost a lot of like playing. I don't really like to play anymore at like home. But it's just everybody likes to play up here, so it's kind of mm-hmm. it, it's rough. But you know, since Blake's starting to like it, I'm starting to want to play it again because he really seems to like that in baseball. But so we definitely had some good times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, just, it's like just spreading that, spreading that love to, you know, the next generation, and that's cause mm-hmm. that's what happened with us. And I mean, mm-hmm. I tried to get my daughter; she she just tolerates. <laughs> I mean, and she she can play, but you know. Like, How about the beginning? Oh no, she can shoot. She can shoot, but uh, otherwise, she she won't like sit and and. Watch the game with me. She want. She wants none of it. It's <laughs> like, oh, no, Dad, I'm good. Thanks. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. And then, like, I remember watching the '94 uh, finals with the uh, Knicks and the Rockets and the whole OJ thing, and my dad cursing up a storm. And, <laughs> you know, this motherfucker OJ is on the screen. Where's the game at? <laughs> going over ten. Oh, oh Lord Jesus! Oh man, I mean, it were, that still bothers me to this day because we really could have had a championship. So, mm-hmm. still, two eighteen, and they were still in the game. Just one, I think one would have changed a lot, but you know that, that's how it goes. You get close but no cigar. As you know, with the next, you went to the final what two years in a row. Yeah, O two yeah, I mean, and O three. And then they caught, they ran into some juggernauts, man. It wasn't even. Yeah, Shaq wasn't fair, man. Nah, it wasn't. Jason Williams wasn't. Who else you had? Um, what's the other dude's name? Well, they, Tom Collins? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, I think he was in 03. Was, that wasn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> and my, had, uh, Matumbo, I think, yes. in 03. Mm, there you go. Uh, and they, the next year, they got a on morning in 04, but they never yeah, it wasn't, anything of it. So. It trash either way. But definitely, man, it's <laughs> it's, definitely, it's weird to see how much time went by and see us getting older. Just being able to go back on those memories is it's pretty good. Still, not as you know, obviously we had to come on when the light street lights came on, but right, we got our wounds in. Yeah, man, uh-huh. kept us out of trouble. That's true. That's what my grandmother used to say. Just make sure, and Leon, we couldn't tell nothing about her. My baby Leon, good gracious. He could do no wrong. I think like you more than I did. I like more than me. I like you more than that. Oh man, I doubt that. <laughs> but nah, it was, it was pretty cool though. Grow up with some great guys and it's just it's cool to see us become dads and just watching everybody social media wise. It's just it's definitely a sight to behold. I mean but yeah, we definitely had some fun times. <laughs> yeah, man. What 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 was your uh What's your favorite? What was your favorite Nick team? Ooh, um, ninety four was fun, but I would say ninety nine, ninety nine to That has to be my favorite team because they were quicker and something because you was older, but the underdog feel to it, it was just something to behold. Like we saw that Houston shot, we walked into the Amco, 
We went to go get something to drink. And as we walked in there, this little ass TV, we see the shot going by Houston. It bounces, goes in the well, like, oh, it's just a run, man. It's Larry Johnson, you know, Marcus Canby emerging, mm-hmm. you know, Kurt Thomas with the mid range, Chris Childs. And I just, I like that team going to 94 team because it was more. Who would have expected the eight seed? What a second eight seed? That, well, no, they were the first at the time to go to the finals, right? Yeah, they were first eight seed to go to the finals. I still think it would have been close. I don't know who we would have won, but I think it would have helped to have Ewing there because he wasn't done yet. But yeah, it was. I say that was my favorite team, especially with the LJ four point play. You know that goes up. He fouls and it goes in. Like <laughs> throwing it up. <laughs> I mean, it was. It was great. Definitely the 99 team. That um, was, I'm kind of shocked he made the free throw after all of that. I, I know. Well, he even did it because they went to mom and said, hold on, I got to make a free throw now. He, I thought he was going to miss it because he had this, like, tight-ass form. It's just, I'm like, oh. It went in, though. It was it was good. Well, what was your favorite net team? You got a, you got a, good, got a good amount of them. I actually think it was last year's team. Okay. Okay. I, I, I mean, I like the ones that went to the finals, mm-hmm. but I knew they were a center short. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Kid and Carter brought something back. Well, I mean, no, Kid and Carter went on the team at the same time. Uh, no, they were, but um, both finals teams. Oh, yeah. yeah, both finals years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were really exciting to watch, and they, and they brought something back to the team that wasn't like brought some excitement. Mm-hmm. But they last, did. between last year's team and the twenty thirteen, I think it was twenty thirteen. Oh, when they went to the playoff. Yeah, but they lost to the Bulls. Yes, that was either twelve or thirteen. It was one of them. One of those years. I know it wasn't fourteen. Um, it was Reggie Evans, like Brooke Lopez, Jeremy Williams, mm-hmm. and this is when PJ Colissimo took over the team. Ah, man. And like Nate Robinson, like killed him in in game five or four. Mm-hmm. He went off, and they, and they lost in like double or triple overtime. Mm-hmm. And that changed the series around. But last year's team. Was I I thought special because if you watched it, I watched it two years before that under Atkinson, mm-hmm. you could see the building blocks. Mm-hmm. They started to change their philosophy, and when they went on that like eight to ten game winning streak after they mm-hmm. lost about six or seven straight before, watching Russell, watching Jared Allen, watching that team grow as a unit. Mm-hmm. Um, Forget my God. Like, really cool to watch and I, I thought they I mean I knew they really didn't have a chance against Philly but mm-hmm. I, I thought they showed up better than what you expected them to yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was great watching I'm not gonna lie Jerry Dully he has to three <laughs> man if you don't sit your bum ass down man the hell out of it, but I, I will I will say one thing, but you know I'm a big Karis Levert fan. That guy, he can ball. And what but when he was in college as he was Steve, you know Steve, he was the one that actually put me on him. He was like, Listen, that, 
this kid is going to be good. I got him at a steal. Mm-hmm. And the last game I watched it in that season, when he dropped, what, 50? He got to 50. I think he got 50. Yeah, he got to 50, 50, 52. Oh, no, I think he got to 50 exactly against the Celtics. Mm-hmm. He went off in the second half. I mean, he and that he would not miss. And I'm like, that that right there, that, that kid can ball. That's somebody you keep around. But they really should have kept D'Angelo. But with Kyrie and, you know, without Kyrie, there's no KD. Without KD, there's no yeah. Kyrie. So it was a... Listen, as a Knicks fan, I wasn't – I knew we had no shot at it because of the culture that's going on there now. And Brooklyn has a way, way better thing going. You know, new new stadium still, new arena, excuse me. You know, the players, better building blocks. You know, that's where you want to go. You know, Brooklyn's going to be a prime spot when everything comes back around. Still is, you know. But um, I definitely give you guys the edge. That's where you want to be. And I really don't think you should have got rid of Atkinson, but I'm hoping the Knicks are smart enough to see what went on there. We have building blocks. We have two good ones. I don't know about Knock. I still will say it's a question mark. You know, Robinson, he's he's going to be a, like a defensive anchor, but he also has to learn. He can get blocked shots, but he still doesn't have the defensive awareness needed to be that guy because he's still one pump fake. He's up in the air. I and Barrett, you know, I'm not going to show my Duke bias. I'm going to go, oh, oh yeah. I, and I will say this, and you know this, I wanted him over Zion. Mm-hmm. I just felt that Zion, we had like three or four power forwards anyway. I don't know what they were going to do with Zion. I don't think he would have been a fit. Everybody, oh, yeah, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. I don't, you can't tell me anything about that. I don't think so. They would have misused him. I think RJ's a better fit in the long run because now, you get him a point guard, even though I like Frank, he's more of a guy in the second unit. And I'm kind of I'm, – I'm like this on the LaMelo train. I watch more of that kid, and he's kind of like his brother. He's supposed to be a better version of his brother. But his shot still scares the hell out of him. And what do the Knicks need? Knockdown shooters. We have none. Nobody that can – besides Dotson, and they did him dirty. We have nobody that can knock down the shot. What do you mean? We're not and, ain't, ain't enough for you? No, nah, that's okay. We've seen him live. Uh, I mean, he'll hit two threes and then he'll get out of control. Think he has the green light to shoot like five or six. No, once again, that's a new segment coming up to sit your ass down. That's coming soon. I just got to figure out some things. But, um, but yeah, he would have been the first contestant on that one. But, yeah, we have no outside shooter. Then RJ, he's a guy that can pretty much do everything. He's a good defender. His shot got to get a little bit better. He's a... He's a good playmaker, but once the whole thing with Melo, when he was here, oh, Melo, he's getting double teamed. He shoots up. Who are you going to throw to hit a knockdown shot? And, you know, but after the 2012 team that won the 54 games, who else is going to knock down the shot? Nobody. But they got a lot of work to do. They got a lot of work to do. They Hopefully Kevin Knotts can take that step. But right now, I don't know. I would love to see him do like a Karis LeVert, you know, take that next step and become what you should be. You know, he's, he's fully functional into that whole offense. Can he, he slid him in. And then I think Kyrie kind of killed a lot. And that's not me being because it's the Nets. I think he killed a lot of y'all chemistry, I think. But Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I didn't want him in the first place, but you, you know how that deal goes. Yep. Um, uh, this whole restart's kind of 
it's interesting to me because, I mean, granted, they're not going to be playing, but consider how everything's going on with the group text and now you got to mm-hmm. defend them. It just looks like a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> you know, KD got to come in and play like Black Jesus. <laughs> you know, just put the whole fire out. <laughs> and yeah, he's gonna be, he's definitely gonna be. Well, he's not playing this year anyway, so no. I don't know. And you guys, then you got now you'd be down to what year three? So now you got three good years of, of you know, hopefully KD comes back. So I'll say you have a a two year window. I'll say about two. I don't know about that third one. The first one, you put on the votes for the four year, then you're like, okay, you got a four year one now. So much uncertainty. You're not going anywhere this year. And then you got the third year. Hopefully he comes back. Then putting the guys around him, then you definitely, you're looking at a two year window, which I would take. <laughs> yeah. That means you get into the playoffs. Yeah, this, this first year was uh, interesting because, I mean, now with everything that happened, it's kind of like a free year. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we really going to count the champion for this season? Are we going to, like, recognize it? I mean, I guess it's a matter of opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm just wondering who's going to go, who's going to play, who's not going to play, that whole deal. So, mm-hmm. See what happens, man. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely going to see what happens, but you're still going to count. It's kind of like a lockout season when you really think about it. I mean, they counted the Spurs. Hmm. You're going to have to count it. Okay, after. Man, you know if the Nets won the championship, you can count that. Yup. Yeah, you're not, I'm, you're, not, you're not lying there. <laughs> so Who's your, Nets who's your favorite player of all time, though? Whew. Oh, man. Okay, favorite player of all time. I'm going to go with the obvious choice, but I'm going to go because I saw him his whole career, pretty much. I'm going to go with Ewing. Second, co-second, after watching a lot of his videos and stuff like that, was Clyde. Definitely Clyde. was got to be second because you and I saw him. I bet it would have been Clyde if I was actually – Grew up in that era and seen him play like on TV, live, whatever. But Ewing for me, yeah, that's my guy. That's what's up. Um, who would you say your game like models around? Who I would honestly say, I'll say you're not tall enough. Out of all the Nick teams. I'm going to say Mellow, because I won't mind passing the ball. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've played with you some. And... Something, listen, sometimes I, you know, if I get hot, man. I'm not passing the ball. Hell no. Absolutely not. I would say Allen Houston, because you called me Allen Houston, because of the streakiness. I would definitely say Houston. When I got hot, I will say I didn't miss. And I love Allen Houston. I'm not going to lie. I know he got the big deal. He was injured, but I just really liked Houston. His, his he was one of the – he had one of the most huge jumpers it's from the form on to just everything. Follow through was perfect. And I'll definitely have a Houston. 
But I think I was tougher than he was, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I like to get down and dirty with my rebounds. Well, a little bit of Mace, too. Like, Mace, because he got down and dirty. Like, with rebounding, I love blocking shots. Was my, you know me. Man, if you don't pump fake and that ball is coming up, I'm getting right. to it. <laughs> I'm getting to it. It was definitely. But now, who do you think you – I'll say – yeah, I'm gonna say it for it. I think you did honestly. Like thinking back, how you played, you did have a magic feel to you. I will say that you guys, you definitely caught the little passes and everything. You, you had it down packed. I'll give you that. Yeah, man. Um, just watching Magic just do all of that and try to behind the back. I, I mean, I tried, I tried not begging some people. Like. like <laughs> Getting the, now getting the ball to fast off the on a fast break in the rebound, you know, just looking down the floor, who's here, who's there, just setting up the defense. You know, I always wanted to be in a position of power. You know, just, no one had the ball in my hand. Just, I mean, I, I still have to do it all. <laughs> we definitely made you play point a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, man, and um. If anybody's uh, out there want want to join us, we put in an open link on chat. Uh, come on in and subscribe uh, to Love of the Game. Chat it up. You know, um, how'd you get into the game? Uh, what drew you in? You know, because it me, you know, like I said before, it was a bonding experience and. And um, it was it was real exciting to 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 just sit and watch the games with my dad because it was you know it's, it was it was cool you know because we also used to go out to the parks and uh, and uh, like the Sunday Saturday Sunday afternoons as well played a game called five two so five points would be free throw shots you start the foul line. Foul line uh, free throws were five points. You miss it, you grab the rebound. Wherever you pick up the rebound from, try to hit the shot. That's worth two points. The goal was to get to <laughs> goal was to get to fifty. My dad would beat me every time because he had a foul line jump. I mean, he, he <laughs> never missed a free throw. That's awesome. Never missed. Yeah, it must it must have been one of his like uh, uh, games back in the seventies or something. Cause I never heard of it before. He like mentioned it to me, but it it was it was nice going out shooting the ball, my my uh, pops and whatnot. It was cool. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's one of those. Cause like I said, I had my dad around. My grandfather was kind of you know he was the oldest, so he never really got up there. So I basically taught myself. And I was like, I'm not like, oh my God, Steph Curry, or for somebody that taught himself and everything. I think I did a damn job. Like, I would go, I would start it wise. I would be in the house. <laughs> but I remember just having this ABA ball, I went blue one, and I would have the garbage there. The garbage, I would do it about, I'll say, hold on. Sam. 
I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? It's, it's a little muffled. Hold on, hold on. What about now? Good. Okay. But yeah, I usually do like kind of ABA ball, AKA, what do we call a ball that was like hard? And finger jammers or whatever. I forgot what we used to call it, but we take those and bounce it a little bit in the house, bounce it, go about 10 feet away, and I'll just sit there. Boom. Boom. I'll stand up and I'll sit down. I'll just boom. Boom. Those, those like black rubber balls that was like yes when it hit you and you heard the yeah yeah <laughs> it's close to a medicine ball but it's not exactly yeah yeah don't those are painful man yeah oh my god it sucked but yeah it was <laughs> and then those are the balls that get the titty in there once they got that you just oh yeah you just toss them just <laughs> throw the ball away <laughs> kick that shit over <laughs> yeah I would actually sit there and then because my grandparents they liked me going out to the park Brooklyn, they didn't, you know, it's kind of, guess it was dangerous at the time. I don't know, being young, I didn't pay attention to it. But I was just sitting in the house, boom, boom, I watch certain players. And I'm just like, oh, I can do that. Okay, mock it, mock it. But yeah, it was, until I met you guys, it was definitely, it was fun going out. And that was the first time I really started playing some kind of organized basketball. And I would just play by myself, but it was definitely, a nice learning experience. Learn about teamwork and stuff like that. It was we would have some games too, man. <laughs> we had the two unbeatable when Marcel and Dane were on the same team. We finally beat them. It was that little Giants thing. It was like this team. I mean, I swear they always had the most skilled players, and we would get close, and then obviously they would take over. But it was this one time we actually me, you, Jerome. I forgot who else was on the team, and. I think I hit him with the fadeaway at the end, and we went crazy. It was like winning the championship. Because we were like, oh, yeah, we did it. And it was like, run it back, run it back. And they were so mad. It was like, no, nah, we're done. No, nah, yeah. you're taking this out well, today. Yeah. Well, you know, because it was like me carrying most of the weight. I felt like, you know, Kobe and whatnot. Just, you know, I got to carry you guys to the end. You just got just let me down <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I mean, I can only do so much. You guess what? Yeah, right. You have these. Your ass would get cold and colder than me. But now you had uh, the one thing I did wasn't like really impressive with your three point shot because I didn't really, you know, I wasn't a three point shooter. I just I step in, you know, bomb away with his overhead freaking shot. And we're just like, what and how the hell does this even go in? What yeah. happened? What, what is going on? And it was kind of impossible because it was so far back. You're just like, what? Man, I. I like I changed my form so many times that it was yeah it was mind boggling. <laughs> I know we both used to shoot like this. I remember that. You see, uh, that um, yeah, looking back on it now, that that was hideous. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was. <laughs> now we just trying to get Blake to do it now. Now it's more. Than, but yeah, that was definitely came a long way. But. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. Again, as a reminder, everyone, if anyone wants to join in, there's an open invitation in the comment section. Uh, definitely come on in and discuss how you introduced yourself to the game and you know, chat it up. Well, absolutely. If you have any questions, it's kind of like open AMA. Have any questions, go ahead and ask. We won't be here all night, but ask some damn questions. Yeah, man.
Oh, um, <laughs> oh man, I was going to ask you. What do you – okay. Yeah, here we go. So, what do you think – what next team that you thought underachieved the most that you think should have went somewhere but really didn't? And you, you it's kind of you kind of bait me in this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the bait. That Paul Pierce, <laughs> Aaron Williams, Cajun team, they won one um, series in Toronto, mm-hmm. and they had a chance against Miami, but they mm-hmm. blew so many leads. It it was just frustrating to watch. Like you got Paul Pierce just dancing around the court. You know, I want the last shot. You got Jeremy Williams over here crying in the corner. <laughs> you know, KG just going up and down with his knees. That was that was the, one of the most frustrating things to watch, knowing what we gave up. Mm-hmm. Knowing the love yeah. goals. Only just watch LeBron and Ray Allen just take them down. Just Yeah, that team was. I I honestly thought like, oh man, they might they might get a chip with this team. They those three, you know, obviously they were older, but still they had the and plus the East, pretty much Miami and then everybody else. But yeah, I thought they had a chance. Same thing with the Knicks, you know, with the fifty four wins. Mike Woodson was there, you know, J.R. Smith. It was set up. It would they Indiana should have been Indiana. No, Melo was playing MVP like, and J.R. Smith, six man, calling him J.R. Starks because he was, it was either he was on or he wasn't, but he was just fun to watch. He had a buzzer three, he would do the little throw up like that. And he had Jason Kidd, you know, he had that leadership. And who else did we have on that team? I think Kurt Thomas came back too. I think he was there for that year. We have Rasheed Wallace, ball don't lie. I mean, he, they, you're talking about a perfect, a nice mix of veteran Tyson Chandler, defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was there. They were, they were fun to watch. The whole Knicks tape, you, you know, when that started, that was the year it started, Knicks tape, Knicks tape everywhere. And then Roy Hibb Mello, all of a sudden, he thought he was trying to regain the fountain of youth with a, from Denver, tried to ram it on Roy Hibbert. I think that was his highlight fucking play. Paul Jordan, Paul Jordan started coming out in that series. I don't know what he was doing either. Paul Jordan started coming out a little bit in that series. But I think we underachieved. I really thought we were going to make the finals that year. I mean, I, I thought so too. I remember watching that that Roy Hibbert block game. I was in Atlantic City at the time. I went to the mm-hmm. casino. I had to mm-hmm. go to the bar to watch the game. And, you know, they were up, you know, for quite a bit. And then Indiana mm-hmm. just came back. And here come Melo and... <laughs> and it was in the rim. Block. It was in the rim. He and then Hibbert just said, nope. But man, that was and stuff like that. And that's another thing. Gardner was rocking. You know, Melo started the three to the dome. He had a three. Everybody would do it. I mean, it was man, uh, crazy time. Yeah. So I went to the Knicks uh, playoff game when they played Miami. Miami. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was it the series they no it was the game it was the game they lost but they were up at halftime mm-hmm. and I think it was the same series where uh, it was the same game where Landry Fields was like old for oh god and he was wide open yeah he, he 
Like they purposely left him open. He's airborne everything. Mm-hmm. I, I, gosh, that's so much hope for that guy. But like, like you say, the, the garden rocking. There's nothing else like it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you got the chance of defense. You got Spike Lee for whatever he's worth. You got celebrities role. Mm-hmm. When the Knicks are good, the NBA is good. Oh that's yeah, just, that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, man. You just you want it to happen so bad. I think that's the frustration. Like you look at it. And I've seen, like I said, I've watched seasons. You know how people – and I've seen a lot of fans, like, just get away from the team. And I will say, I have my moments. I'm like, this is really frustrating. Like, it was frustrating watching him. Like, why am I doing this to myself? And side point, I could have been a Lakers fan. My dad was a big Lakers fan, but I kind of didn't have that relationship with him. But I was like, you know what? Now nah, I'm going to go to the Knicks. Dumb decision, but I'm here. Still repping it now. But, um, yeah, it was just hard to watch. Like I said, Clarence, well, you might have watched his – Games with Clarence Witherspoon and LeVar Postel and other bump, Frank Thomas, not Frank Thomas, excuse me, Frank Williams. I'll bring another name. I mean, still watching those games. Jamal Crawford, I remember those. Jay Crawford, he was like the most exciting part of the game. He was dropping 50. And there's still Marty Collins. Oh, man. Since that fight with Melo, that was great. But, yeah, oh, God, Marty Collins. Oh, good gracious, man. Ah. But they just had some bums. And you would think we would get some top picks out of that. And this is when they actually started really feeling the trades that they made, you know, from 06, 07, when they kind of had Noah before they got him at the end of his career. And then another pick, I think, in 07, that that pick of theirs was LaMarcus Aldridge. So, you know, the whole dynamic of the team could have really changed, but it's the Knicks. And they just keep doing the same stuff. Stupid shit over and over. I know Felipe is probably smiling from ear to ear right now. Is that the year they took uh, Mike Sweetney? Yeah, that was 03. And Chris, if you're listening, he made me kind of hate Georgetown with how bummy he was because he was supposed to be so good. Michael Sweetney, you know, big body dude. And you knew he, you kind of knew he was going to have weight problems, but you thought he would be solid. Man, he was solid, probably eating. That's the only thing he was solid on. But, uh, good gracious, that dude, he pissed me off. And then Lampe and that other dude, Vrains uh, or Ranez or whatever the hell his name yeah, is. Yeah, I remember yeah. them taking the pictures in front of the garden, smiling. They fucking sucked. I mean, uh, they hyped all up. Oh, my God. Oh, he was, I felt so bad for that kid, but he was trash. I'm sorry, dude. He was straight trash. Frank Williams, I thought would be good, but Mm-mm. Chris Duhon, oh god, he was good at do, but he was Chris Dudu in the NBA. I, he he lasted for a long time though, he really did. He was a good passer, I will give him that. Pass his ass off. I mean Nate Robinson, and then it kind of started coming around with David Lee. That was my guy. I still to this day I really wanted David Lee to come back. I did not want Amari because his knees. But Amari gave us, you know, MVP-like season. I didn't want the Mellow deal to go down. We discussed this plenty of times. I didn't because we had a complete team. Chandler, Felton. You put Mellow in that, you put maybe Chandler coming off the bench and put Mellow in that lineup with Gallinari. Look at him now. He's still in the league. He's mm-hmm. actually become more complete besides defense. He's, I know he'll he, never get defense. No, nah, no. Nah. But still, he's a he, 15, 16 points a game. 
easy. We had Mozgov coming off the bench. He had a few games with double doubles, and they let it go for Melo. And I was so heated, and I, ah oh man, it just hurt. All he, as soon as he would have said, "Oh, if you don't get me now, I'm going to Brooklyn." I said, "Melo, take your ass to Brooklyn. We'll see you later." But you know, it was nice having Melo here. He wanted to come here. He gets a lot of flight, but you look at his numbers. Melo did what he was supposed to do. He was the yep. star of the team. The dude set the garden record. Well, it was another game I was watching. You knew that was a special night when he hit that half-court shot. You knew the night was going to be special. Was, who was it? The Bobcats. Yeah, they were the Bobcats at the time. And But Melo, his whole legacy, I want to see him come back for one year. If he's going to retire the team, let him retire with the Knicks. Because I mean, he did a lot. He put a lot on his shoulders, and I will always respect. People can talk all they want about Melo, but he has more heart than anybody for doing what he did. Obviously, LeBron was too scared to come to New York. You know, I don't know what it was. He, he's, he's, he's kind of soft for me for that. You know, you had it all set up. You could have bought your team here. And then remember that Dwayne Wade retirement? Oh, it was going to be here in New York. No, nah, no, shut up. Don't, don't try to gas nobody's head up. No, you know you weren't coming. But that was another thing. I wanted to lead back. And go from there. Nate Robinson was a fun watch. Won and dunk concert, what, three times? Mm-hmm. Did he won three times? I mean, he should have won one. Maybe once, twice. Once, I don't know about yeah, that third one. Twice. The third one, no, no, no. That was, I don't know how he, but dunk contest was starting to be kind of trash. When Chris Anderson had like 30 freaking attempts. <laughs> when they were over 40 at the time. And the, but that was another thing we used to watch back in the day. We used to go to each other's house. They all, everybody would come to my house. We watched the dunk contest. And then the Carter one, you drone with all of us. He, seeing him do those things, we're all looking at each other like, what the hell did he just do? Yeah, I, I, I've never seen that before. Yeah, and this, this is when it was. <laughs> and it's standing out at the crowd. You see it's like the different era. You know, like the clothing, everybody wearing baggy stuff and the scully caps and all that. Everybody going crazy. Shaq with his big-ass camera, KG, just like. Oh, what's going on? But that that right there, Star, All-Star Weekend used to bring us together. You know, it used to be an event. Oh, we're coming to Jacob's house. Yeah, we're watching that. Now it's, you know, it's getting kind of light. Maybe with these young stars coming in, we'll get it again. But I want the Knicks to be good. I like that. Give me a 7 to 8 seed. Just, just to see the Garden in the playoffs again, I would take that. I even take a sweep, something. Because <laughs> it's getting crazy. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Um, so now I guess, uh, with coming current times, mm-hmm. a little bit of talk, uh, the rules came out as far as the bubble, mm-hmm. you know, a little more detailed. I read through some of it. it yeah. I didn't get it, to read it. it it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, so, you know, about the 15, 17 players, um, yeah. they get tested, I think, twice before they can play. Mm-hmm. Um, they're able to have, like, the players visit the other games mm-hmm. in the crowd, um, get DJs and manicures, barbers, all that for, I guess, wow. like two or three months. So it's a pretty nice little mm-hmm. setup for them, you know, to – uh, to be out there for that long. Oh, definitely. Oh, man, that would be actually cool. Now that you say something about DJs, you know what they can do? 
to make it kind of, but it still wouldn't be the same, like a Rucker Park feel. Like you got the music playing and stuff like that and get the players into a rhythm. Cause that, I know we used to listen to music. That used to get me into a rhythm when I listen to music. So I was like, well, that would be pretty cool. I have a, like a live DJ doing his thing there, playing music so the players can actually, and then we don't have to hear all the damn chatter. For Well, we'll hear the chatter, but just some plays I really just don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they'll be mic'd up for you know nah. too long. Cause nah, there'll be a lot of shit you, you can't put on TV. Uh huh. The first word that come up. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Halftime, cut it. We gotta have viewers. But I, what do you think of the chances that we? You think the season will happen? That we'll go revisit from you know our little pop up that we had. You think it'll be played? Cause I know you had a a view on it, but. Do you think they'll play? Like Pat Beverly said, that Braun plays, we bowl. I think I I think they'll play. It's just if LeBron's playing, if Giannis is playing, if Kawhi is playing, mm-hmm. a good number of them are gonna play. I mean, who's gonna miss Dwight Howard, right? Yeah, <laughs> this ain't no four. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> Avery Bradley, Carmelo. You know, I'm pretty sure Melo's gonna play because. He's been sitting out for like a year and a half, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just got back in and it happened. But, yeah, why not play, man? That's. I think when push comes to shove, they'll play. Look, mm-hmm. Looking at what the rules um, brought in, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's pretty – I mean, it, it's favorable. I can mm-hmm. see how it's, uh, like, obligatory to the players, but yeah. it's very played most of the season anyway. That's my point. That's it. So it's not like you're starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. And and they all have a choice to, you know, if they don't want to play, they don't have to. They're not being penalized for it. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely, that's it, man. Just finish out the season, then do a normal while we got to wait. Well, you don't got to wait. You're in the playoffs, so it's whatever. I got to wait for the lottery. Hope to God they don't f up again, but yeah, but yeah, it's we'll see who we get. I have my reservations about who I want. We'll discuss that. We'll kind of look at the lottery maybe down the line, but we'll oh, yeah. do a definitely do a draft lottery thing and a draft one. But uh, yeah, it'll be nice to see them play. Yeah, it would be. And uh, thanks, Henry, for telling uh, me. You said I think. Do we touch on? Um... I think we said Kyrie had a point in, in as far as, you know, NBA being looked at as a black sport. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know about that? That's kind of like most of me and you, like, we just explained it, like, growing up doing that's what mo- that's what they did. They just took it further, you know. It started right. with pickup game, you know, playing in school, some of them playing in um, – What's the league they play in? They go around. I can't think of it right now. Uh, do it, do you do it? Yeah, there you go. That Drew League, you got you going to that. What's the other league? Like you go back from like even high school. They have the traveling teams. I can't think of the name. Like the oh, AAU. one. Yeah, there you go. AU. Yeah, you just you go there and you play. It's just ball is a way of life for a lot of players, man. And they've been doing it for so long. Yeah, and like. You made it to the point where if they're playing, mm. it, it's distracting from the issue at hand. So 
Avery Bradley was not Avery Bradley, uh Austin Rivers was saying that, well, yeah, we can do the same we can play and make make a message at the same time, but if you're playing, are they really listening to the message? Exactly. So yeah, you you focus on what I'm doing on the court, but look at what's going on outside. Mm-hmm. Granted, you know, some reforms have been done in, in most cities mm-hmm. and more better transparency is being shown. But let's be real, you're gonna be focused on who's winning that championship, not mm-hmm. not, not what's going on out stuff. here. Definitely. Unless, you know, you're riding and looting. Exactly. You know. All of us are doing it. But um <laughs> but yeah, thank you for saying hey you and thank you for basically saying, you know, it will distract us from the progress. Well shout out to Henry for that one. Thank you for that comment. Um definitely right. Like you said too, it's it will be a distraction. But if you for the cause, set out. That, <laughs> that's that's basically it. I mean yes. Yeah. And, and and some would say, well, yeah, we can play, make the money and give it back into the community, which is also a fair point because not everyone has the salary that Kyrie has, but I I think the league is there, the players are in a tough spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. Um, And it's so hard to really try to think what they're going to do or try to figure it out because you just, it's something that you just don't know. Like, you know in your heart what you should do, but then you're like, this is my career. So you're like, uh. But I don't even know, honestly. I can't even sit here and go, well, I know what I would do because I really wouldn't. Right. I, I, don't, I wouldn't know if I was in that position. It's hard. But you, it's going to be... You think... Uh... Kyrie would have enough pull to form another league. Let's say he gets like Jay and and Diddy, guys who you know are known billionaires with money. Mm. It would just be another. uh, It would just be another big three, like basically, it would be something like that. It wouldn't be. Yeah, you you basically it's nothing. What are you going to do? You're going to get five people that used to play and then you were playing and then might as well just play in your freaking league. You just play in your current league. It makes no sense to even do it. That's the one thing I think it was just a dumb what the hell are you talking about moment. In the second installment, I'll sit your ass down. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> but yeah, he shouldn't even. I don't know. I mean, you got, you got the big three for that. I, I, I think he raised some good points, but I don't know if he'll have the numbers uh, uh, or the following to back him up. Nah. Because let, let's be real. Like, the NBA is not only in the, in the States. Mm-hmm. It's on a global level. Yep, exactly. Kyrie doesn't have that pull to mm-hmm. go global. Mm-hmm. To go global, you know, European players, uh, Asian players. They're looking to get into the NBA. That's exactly. the goal. They're not trying to go for all. They, they can go to to, um, to Europe and play. Yep. They get their money, but they're not getting mm-hmm. the recognition. Exactly. Like I said, Luca, you know, like Luca. That's like him. If he stayed over there, yeah, he'll be big, but 
look at what he's doing now. And look at his, his jersey sales and everything. Now he's coming out with his own sneaker. I mean, you're not going to have that over there. This is what brings it to the stage. And it's kind of, I don't know, just sometimes I think, the guys out of the country appreciate it more than the guys in the country, in the U.S. They kind of appreciate it more. That's how I feel. Sometimes I think they kind of take advantage of what they have, and then it's just like, oh, that's always going to be here because of who I am. But you got guys that also come from nothing, but you know, living in a Europe is some places are different, way different than living in the U.S. But it's another subject. But I think uh, Kyrie, just just play, man. Just do what you got to do. Just, I don't know, do what? what you can to spread the message if you're going to play. But if you really about it, and this is the thing, if you open your mouth about it, you might as well be about it. That, that's that's another thing I look at. Don't, don't say it, and then you just go off, and then you forget about the message. And then you're just doing, basically, you were just talking just to talk. That it just makes you look more of a, you know, more like a selfish guy, me, me, me guy, than what was it for? I mean, like Maya Moore gave up two years of her career. Yep. To get a, a, a roughly imprisoned man out of jail. I mean, she backed up her talk, and she was one of the best players in the league. Oh yeah, she. I think she was coming off an MVP. They just won a championship too. Mm-hmm. She did it. She won the championship. I think she was the MVP of the finals, and she she was for the cause. And she's and she's still doing it. I, I think I'm not sure if she's supposed to be returned this year. I and, think she is. We're speaking of which, um, they're coming back late July for a 22 game season, which mm-hmm. with, with nothing else on TV, this will probably be a time for them to, you know. Show what these ladies got because these mm-hmm. ladies can ball. Yeah. Oh yeah. Plus Libby, you know, they got Sabrina from Oregon. I'm, I want to see her play. I heard uh, she broke a lot of records in school. She, she can play. So I'm, I'm ready to. I'll be watching the Liberty. Because <laughs> they're sharing a, a complex down in Orlando, and I mean, let's yeah. they're, they're used to playing in empty arenas anyway. So. Exactly. So ain't ain't nothing new. And it's nothing new, but uh, nope. I'm, I'm excited to see. Absolutely. I, oh, yeah. They, they definitely don't get a lot of credit. And that's even back from when they first started, man. They, they, but they, I thought they had a pretty good view when they first came around. Wait, I, I thought so too. Because it was, you know, especially with the Liberty, you know, you had the, it was kind of like a 94 light because it was Houston and freaking New York with Rebecca Lobo and, I think like was this no no it was Cheryl Swoops, uh Cynthia Cooper on who else who else, who else? Uh, Tina Thompson yeah one with the big lips baby mine well yeah and then yeah my girl freaking was a spoon loved her mm-hmm. Lobo like I said um Super wasn't on that team I don't think um but they uh, they had a decent call it was fun watching that man and then Houston again. That made me have a really bad hate for Houston. <laughs> a real one. Yeah, they, they ran roughshod over the league for a while. Like, good gracious. But, yeah, you, like you the one that has some ballers, man. That, look at Candace Parker. She's ridiculous. Elena Del Don, like, 
they got balls. Let's, let's not get it twisted. They they can go at it. Yeah, and I, so and I played with a few in the park. I used to play um some mm-hmm. school growing up. I mean, uh-huh. they could shoot, they could ball. Like you, mm-hmm. you gotta like respect their game. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're in a no-win situation. You're like, you're on the court, like, oh, I got to guard this girl. Meanwhile, she's lighting you up, like, oh, what are you doing? So you really mm-hmm. can't, like I said, you really can't win. But Oh, yeah, you blocking the, oh, yeah, you blocking the girl. You so Yeah, I used to, no, nah, I'm not even going to lie. It was a couple of them I would get mad at. I right, bust my head not get that shit out there. Respect that. Backed it up a little bit. But, like I said, you got to respect their game. She got game, I think. I always liked that. So she got game, always liked it. Yeah, me too. It was, but yeah, I'm excited to see them come back. I just even if it's condensed seasons, you know, basketball is basketball. That's what we want to see. Who we got? Who we got? But um, like Henry did say, let's touch on this one. He did say it makes sense from an ownership perspective, which he does make a point because it does. Because you you can pull in money that way, or you can get some kind of entertainment for fans and stuff like that. He also said, yeah. pull your resources together to form a team. Yeah, because they probably can't do it. But like I said, if that's the case. That takes a lot of people to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, How many teams can you get? Well, it depends on the players. But And then again, mm-hmm. you can look at guys like, like five-star recruits, guys who want to skip college. Mm-hmm. That, that would be cool. Kind of like a LeVar Ball kind of thing. You know what he did with his little league? I, well, I think it was mostly to showcase his kid, but um, his kids, excuse me, because Leandro was there too. So, um, yeah, but that, it could work. Some G League players and people try to make it just uh, – that would be – actually, that's a good idea when you think about from a bet from their standpoint, us obviously they ain't gonna know. Yeah, from them standpoint, I don't know. I don't want to watch it. I ain't watch no G League, G League player I never heard of. I mean, I know like I know the Westchester Knicks. I can run down the roster on that one, <laughs> and maybe some around the league. But um, other than that, I don't know. It'll it'll be weird. It's like watching the XFL basketball. Oh hell! Oh hell no! Right, that that I couldn't stand. Uh, only name I remember is He Hate Me because that was the coolest name ever. And then, like, you know, what cities are you going to? You need arenas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they need... The TV contracts. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, Kyrie says it's easy to start another league, but I don't think he knows how much it is yeah, to start I'm... another league. Exactly. You better figure the hell out. better figure your way out to get back on that court something. Stop fucking around. Yeah, man. Um, I hope he gets some, like, get some advice because I, I think his yeah. mind's in the right direction, but I don't know if he has the execution to do it. Yeah, I, I can't see that. I can see him effing it up. But yeah, they just need to figure out, you know, just cover all your bases with starting this league back up. And if you for the cause, you for the cause, and do what you got to do. I like Adam Silver. He was like, you don't have to play if you don't want to play. Hey, there you uh, go. Man. They're gonna be in their room smoking anyway, so <laughs> I wonder who gonna say they were there. Well, I I don't know that. Oh, no, nah, CP3. <laughs> he snitched on anybody and everybody. 
<laughs> they got a hotline for it too. <laughs> yeah, hotline for whoever uh, breaks protocol. That dude definitely turned into a snitch. Well, so let's touch on this one. We're gonna we're gonna put this on a lot since we're doing like a kind of law form. I still think Blake Griffin's better than Sean Kemp. Yeah, I said it. Why? Longevity. He actually sorry to skip it. I just had to get this out. Blake actually deformed the jumper. Yes, Sean Kemp was nice with the dunking, but looking at if you look at his numbers, Blake Griffin was he was better. Well, what do you what do you think with that with that comparison with those two? And I'm not usually a guy that goes back. Sorry to interrupt, but I'm not a guy that usually goes off. Okay. I'm usually for the old school kind of thing, too. But looking at their numbers, I'm just like, yeah, I think Blake was definitely better. Like, Sean had had a, a jumper. I mean, it wasn't as, ref, as refined as Blake's later on. Mm-hmm. But, and then again, like, Kim kind of like ate himself out of shape. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, if I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I did have to choose between the two, I, I would probably go Blake. And it's probably mm. a bit of a recency bias. But mm. I don't know. Everybody says, oh, Sean Kim used to throw it on people's head. Did you see what Blake was freaking out? Like, like, no, the Sean Kim dunk everybody remembers is when he dunks on the heels. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, I'll give him that. What yeah. Blake Griffin was usually. Listen, it was the reason we called You Got Mods Goals for a reason. He just took his head and said, ah, thank you. He used to literally throw it on people. And, like, people were trying to hurt him because they didn't yeah. want to get him better. Like, that that dude, I'm just, that's one person because that was my guy. I will say, Oklahoma, I follow him to the T. I loved his game. I always said if he got a jumper, he five more years onto his stand. And if you get a power for it, I'm hoping he is free agency. That's one person I wouldn't mind seeing on the Knicks. I'm just saying, I wouldn't mind it. I don't know. It's like Amari 2.0, man. Bad. One year deal wouldn't hurt. Listen, because you know damn well ain't nobody coming in. You gotta, you gotta try to a point where you gotta get people here. Who's gonna come here? You know, you you gotta do it. Like, don't stop the rebuild. You know, get guys like that to kind of. Help these young kids when you don't go buck wild with no three or four year deals. If you can't get them, you can't deal. My old depot, I would take a chance on him. I really would. Like, wait, I wouldn't trade for him. I'm like, no, because he's he's going to how Indiana is kind of handling that situation. I will let him hit the market. And this is where the Knicks get in trouble. They always try to trade him when it's a year left in their contract just to get him on the squad. No, wait until free agency and see what you got to do. Because I would love to see him. Whatever point guard we get, because I won't say I don't think they'll start Frank, so I'm not kind of putting Frank in there, even though he would be kind of nice next to him because they're both really good defensive players. I don't know how it is now coming back from his Achilles. He he's kind of Oladipo is kind of skittish on that side, but I would love to see like a Frank Oladipo RJ move because you know he's still growing, you know, so he'll get to about six seven six eight maybe put a mess small forward and then. Rob, Nate, and uh, you got Mitch, excuse me, and then put a power forward, then you got a formidable team. Like uh, marketing? I would love to have Lori. I would love it. That's That kid is just, the Bulls are not even. <laughs> and I don't say this a lot, because the Bulls have so much success, but they don't know 
what the hell they're doing with that team. Yeah, I said it. They don't know what the hell they're doing. You have a stretch four, and you have someone like Zach Levine, and the talent is ridiculous on that team. Wendell mm-hmm. Carter. Wendell Carter. Watched him his whole dude career. What the hell is going on? You got Kobe White. You got Zach Levine. You got Laurie Markner. And you still can't win over 20 games? You ain't shit. The Knicks won over 20 games, and that, that was just with the shit we had. So, eh, something's wrong there. Somebody talk to us. Got that? No, but, um, yeah, definitely something's wrong. I, I hope he leaves. Uh, yeah, speaking of stretch force that we had, yeah, me and Joey still go back and forth on this one. Yeah, it still hurts. It still pisses me off. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not getting over it ever. I had a, mean, that's a rough yeah. one, though. I, I'm, I'm sorry. And you got to think of all, you know, it was Towns, D'Angelo, and then who, somebody went third. Who the hell went third that year? I can't. Oh, Jaleel. Um, he went, and then UIKP, stretch four. I wasn't even bored him. I was like, you never know. This kid can be good. And look at him. As soon as he is superstar, what happened? Besides him getting hurt, whatever. Nick's fucking up again. I mean, it was actually looking bright. Imagine him, like KP and Mitch, like that that front court. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that right there would have been exciting. Would have been exciting. I, I, I think like they'll probably end up looking for like a marketing or Aaron mm-hmm. Gordon type. Uh, that's another one. Aaron Gordon, he's another one. He's starting to get a jumper now. Uh, that kid, he's still, and it's crazy. He's in like his sixth year. He's only like 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Johnny would know. You, you know, one team, um, although I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see, you know, mm-hmm. start the Wizards, mm-hmm. although they say Wall wasn't coming back, he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Let's say they convince John Wall to come in. They signed hmm. with the Marcus Cousins. That would be pretty. Yeah, that would be pretty interesting with him. Wall, Beal, Hachimura is gonna be. I won't say a star. He's gonna be a borderline All Star because that kid can play. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other kid they got? The young one, the center, Bryant. Yeah, Thomas Bryant. He's not bad. Bertans is a gunner. <laughs> he's he's like a typical stretch four. I like Gary Payton's son is on the team. He shows some things. Well, who didn't show anything? Who can't bust the Knicks ass? But he he actually can play. I yeah. think it's all about time with him. You know, who else do they have? That's another guy. I can't think of his name. But, yeah, that, I like that. That's a, that's a good intake on that one. I forgot about Walt even coming back. Like, he was – he's good. He's – yeah, yeah, he's definitely forgotten about. And I, I, I think um, if he doesn't come back this year, they're going to be a 4-3 record with next year if they decide not to trade. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I think they will. Oh, let's touch on this. Bradley Bill to the Nets. Were you giving up? <laughs> uh, apparently, they have to give up, like, the entire damn team. Like, LeVert, Dinwiddie, and Jared Allen, they have to give up and some picks because like it's uh, two, three years left on the deal. Mm-hmm. And I, Beal is a bona fide star, but mm-hmm. I also believe that you, you need 
depth in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. Lavert, I think, could be that third star that they he's already on the team. Mm-hmm. He's a microwave too. When he gets going, yeah. I, I think yeah. the third yeah, I think the third guy's already on the team. They would mm-hmm. they don't need to trade for I mean, granted, he's a mid twenty scorer, but Jared Allen is something that somebody I don't think he's reached his potential yet. No, yeah, he's not close. Just watching him play, there's a few things he has to refine on his game. Like he started actually staying out of foul trouble from what I've seen. And you got the other kid, um, that can be I think that'll be decent. Like at least a decent backup. Dude with the uh, he has the uh, dress. Yes, there you go. Nice le- he's a lefty. He's, yeah, you guys got a team. And don't you ever call Karuta um uh, KP Light again, by the way. Don't you don't you have, don't think I forgot about that ever. KP Light. Must be at your damn mind. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see his ass on the bench. That's when I see him. And now the guy Musa. You know uh, what? Moose can ball. He just needs the minutes. Yeah, trade his ass somewhere else. Let him get minutes. He ain't getting no minutes with the Nets. He, he get garbage he's not. He's not. The kid they got, um, the point guard. He went to Florida. Yes, uh, he was good. He was really good in college, actually. He was like a human freaking speed ball. He's just running back up the court. He'll get up the court in like five seconds. Score, yeah, come back. I, I like him too. Yeah, he's a he'll be good backup, but then we he shut his damn mouth. You know, he's good, but he needs to shut the fuck up sometimes. He, I I used to like him, but he talks too damn much. And I call him corner store because he looks like one of the guys that sits at the corner store and asks for loosies or asks for freaking do you have fifty cents on you? He just reminds me of one of those guys. But other than that, then Whitty could ball. That's got a steal. The Pistons lost out on that one. Um but yeah, you guys have a team. If Katie comes back, Kyrie, you guys at least get into the they get the teams in the East. Well, yeah, you can definitely be an ECF team. I mean, KD is ninety five percent what he is. Yeah, it'll definitely be. Yeah, I think DeAndre Jordan's the key. They need somebody to bang around with Embiid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Embiid's gonna be the problem. I'm not. I'm not worried about Giannis. <laughs> Uh, I got to definitely just touch on one more thing. That Brooklyn chat is one of the worst things I heard in my life. And as a Brooklyn native, that shit makes me sick. I just, oh, God. I remember Queens hard, uh, but, you know, I brought a Brooklyn pie. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. It just uh, stop, man. I mean, go do the soul Brooklyn thing on a PA. The fans don't need to say it. It just sounds so good. It just, it bothers me. I don't know what it is. It just, it just bothers the hell out of me. It really does. <laughs> I just, I can't take that shit. <laughs> Even you know, when they're winning. <laughs> I think I found a new intro to the show. Oh, I'll kick it. <laughs> oh, I will, right now, cut it off. I won't be coming back on. Better get a silhouette of me or something. Or some, some 3D shit. No, <laughs> man, it's going to be showing up. Oh, it's brutal. Right, I'm done. Get it out of here. But yeah, they, 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 they're a few pieces. I'll say a piece away, maybe. 
they don't trade anybody. Knicks are about playoffs, point guard, point guard away. It may be a decent power forward, but like I said, I can go on another show about that one. Because I'll be on here for like an hour saying why they piss me off, why Dolan pisses me off. Who the hell they should go? Who the hell they should draft? Yeah, I'm not going to that right now. Oh man, you know it's been uh, it's been real reminiscing and Absolutely. talking with you, man. Absolutely. But yeah, it's not yeah, makes me feel old. Sure. Sunday's Father's Day and Yes. Happy Father's Day to you, man. And Father's Day to you. You're doing a great job, man. That's definitely proud of you. You stepping up. Same That's proud of myself. I know, thank you. It's, it's weird. Having two little ones that you gotta look after and then you know, it's like really nothing better than Hey, Daddy, I need something. Or, I love you, Dad. Like, just out of the blue. Like, that's he doing. I'm just like, yeah, Damn, that's like me. Maybe all that discipline, they might they might really like me after that. Yeah, man. Tell her. She yeah. can't stay there. You know, save your ass from the retirement home, you know? Fuck that. Put me there. <laughs> I need somewhere to chill. Absolutely. But now nah, it's, it's cool, though. They're, they're good kids. That's all I take something that I'm the worst dad ever. Let's talk about it. No, no. <laughs> Kiss my ass. I love yeah. you, kids. Hope you see us one day. <laughs> one man, day. you're doing a good job, bro. Thank you, man. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Like I said, again, that's the one thing I said I would be. <laughs> That's one thing I won't fail at being a dad. I refuse to do it. Same thing with you. That's one thing I can feel like everything else. Once I'm not feeling out of dad, I won. I win in life. Not big about teams, but I win in life. Well, kids. Hey, <laughs> that's, all, that's all that matters right there, man. Absolutely. Teams winning is just a bonus. Exactly. Yeah, it must be nice. Poor Blake said he wants to be a big fan. I'm trying to stop him about that. I'm trying to stop him now. Blake, don't do it. Don't do it. The Mets, he has no other choice. He can pick anybody else, just not the Mets. You, you, you already stuck. <laughs> oh, man. So you say the Mets stuck you out of my house? Show him the boot. Absolutely. Boot asses. You get the jazz, you get the jazz treatment. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's definitely good fun, man. We got to... God damn it. But hey, hey, people, you're supposed to hit us up. Darn it. Well, nah, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good, bro. And uh, well, again, happy Father's Day to you. Happy Same Father's Day to you. Uh, both out there in a group. And uh, till next time, man. Blow out. Yes, sir. So we do.